All right, here we go. It is considered to be one of the worst storms in Saskatchewan's provincial history. It was the Saskatchewan blizzard of 2007. Hi, I'm Chris May, writer, producer, and host of This Day in Weather History, now in its second year from the Weather Network in Canada. They got 36 centimeters of snow on the 10th, combined with wind chills the next day that dropped to a horrific minus 46 Celsius this day in weather history. Blizzards happen. They are the most awesome, fierce atmospheric phenomenon to happen in the winter. Is it a snowstorm? Yes and no. I mean, yes, it is. But there is a particular criteria, at least in Canada, that must be met until Environment Canada will issue an actual blizzard warning. That is when people can say, it's a blizzard. So, and in no particular order, but they all must be met in one event, let's take a look at the criteria. First of all, you need winds 40 kilometers per hour or greater. That is expected to cause widespread reductions in visibility. And that visibility must be reduced to 400 meters or less. That is, of course, due to the blowing snow. That's in combination with falling snow, all of which must be taking place for at least four consecutive hours. It's the power of the fours. That is a blizzard. So if you are in a snow or winter storm that does not meet all that, you can say, quote, it's like a blizzard out here but officially still not an actual recognized blizzard event. So what happened in Saskatoon on this day? Just on the surface, this is already an awful scenario, and it is still remembered today as one of the worst in recent memories. Let's check the facts. Blowing snow brought visibility to virtually zero meters for hours. All vehicle traffic was either ground or ordered to a standstill as highways around Saskatoon were closed the poor to no visibility and strong winds with even worse gusts shut down the airports in both Prince Albert and Saskatoon and that left a lot of people with absolutely no way of getting anywhere by land or air and as a result hotels were filled with these stranded travelers as well as local city and provincial residents who could not drive home because of the weather and the closures but remember we're not in Vegas or New York here There are limited hotels and therefore limited rooms to put people. And there were a lot of stranded people, as you can imagine. So, ingenuity and generosity came to the rescue. Large businesses opened their doors for people to find, quite literally, shelter from the storm. There were some, and this actually sounds pretty cool when I read it, some people were put up overnight in warehouse businesses like Costco. Try and imagine that. At this time, and as a side story that suddenly became the main story, unionized highway snowplow operators were on strike at this time, but they saw through their differences, at least for this catastrophe, and proudly returned to work in the interest of public safety. They're pretty amazing to do that because the situation was so uncontrollable that the storm shut down most public services. Also, and again, we're not in Toronto or Vancouver or Montreal the cell tower density is not the same because the population does not warrant it. As a result of this emergency and the overwhelming need for communication, SaskTel's cellular telephone network was overloaded. So to try and keep the availability of signal open to first responders and essential services, the Saskatoon Fire Department had to urge the public to please refrain from using mobile phones as much as possible. Miraculously and mercifully, 
there were only two fatalities from this terrible, terrible storm. Two people who succumbed to hypothermia after trying to make it on foot to get home after leaving their vehicle this day in weather history. Hey, do you like the podcast? We'd love to hear from you. If you have an idea, go right now to wherever you're listening to me and rate us if you would, please. It's on a five-star system and we would love as many stars as you can afford. So rate us, but then also review us. This way we can always stay on top of how you'd like to see the show evolve. Then remember to subscribe to this podcast. Click the subscribe or follow button right there on the very same podcast homepage you're listening on. You'll be immediately reminded that the next day is ready to listen to and you also have access to every episode in the archives. It dates back to June 1st of 2020, so there is a lot that we got to get caught up on on this day in weather history. Tomorrow is January 11th, and we are actually looking back to an event that started off the year 2020. And it was a rain event that didn't happen in Vancouver or Victoria. So somehow, a record-shattering rainfall smashed records in parts of Ontario, including at Toronto Pearson International Airport, where close to 60 millimeters of rain hammered down. That is just how messed up 2020 was, even on January 11th. Let's check that out tomorrow together, shall we? It's on this day in weather history with me, your host, Chris May.